Welcome! You're listening to the Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and this is the show that reminds you we live in a world of infinite possibilities. You are more amazing than you know. You are never alone, and the one with the power has always been you. I speak with awesome guests who have inspiring stories and tools to support you on your journey forward. Every day is always a new day. And your day's looking pretty bright. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Every Day is a New Day show. And I am your host, Kim O'Neill. And I just have to acknowledge that, you know what? Hearing my own intro makes me laugh. (laughs) Makes me laugh at myself. (laughs) So I'm over here giggling, trying not to laugh out loud while that's playing. But I hope you like it because this is the inspirational interview show about moving forward, where I bring you really cool guests who have different stories of where they've been, where they are today. And they're here not to talk about the story. We're not here to go like, oh my gosh, it was so awful. Although it could, it may have been really awful, but that's not the point of the show. We're here to say, look, look, this is what I went through and this is how I made it to the other side. And while I still might be in the process because things, you know, things happen in stages, right? We are always learning or have the ability to learn from what's going on in our world and then be able to, you know, pass that back pass our wisdom and our our new found insight that we have to the next person so that the next person can maybe have a hand up, maybe, you know, maybe have it a little bit smoother, if at all possible. And because we're doing life together. And so we get to help each other out that way. So that's what this show is about. And as I share that, I got to be honest, you know, I, I find myself moving into somewhat of a new phase. And so this show may evolve from what this show is currently about. But for right now, I hope that you will find this show hopeful, inspirational, and just know that you are not alone. We all go through really tough times in our own way. And my guests always have something to share with you about how they moved forward and what helped them so that you can also benefit from that. So we are here in 2018 and whether this is the first time you're tuning in or maybe you've been tuning in for say the last month or so, you may have noticed that this is actually my first new live show of 2018. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. We're already into February. I get that. (laughs) I've taken a little break here. Uh, However, I have also been doing Facebook live interviews. And so if you'd like to catch any of those, you can go to, you can either find me on kimoneilcoaching.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Kim O'Neill coaching. And that's where I post my own inspirational coaching content and, you know, all sorts of things that could be supportive to you in moving forward, as well as my show announcements. So my Facebook lives and my BBS shows, you can find all those right there on Facebook or on my website at KimO'NeillCoaching.com. And with that said, I want to get to sharing with you who my guest is today. So today... I have with me Daniel Garza. Daniel, go ahead and tell the audience hello. 
Hello. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I've Hello, been working audience. with... Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, audience. <laughs> okay, I have to explain what I just did there. I've been working with a lot of kids lately. And in a lot of what we say, I'm working with a team. <laughs> in a lot of what we say, we say, we will say something and then we'll say, say such and such. So I'm so sorry. I just said that to you. <laughs> Oddly enough, sometimes I need to be treated like a six-year-old. So, especially on long days like today. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you're, you're right on target. You might, okay. have to out, I might have to pull out the crayons and the coloring books. So I oh, can so, be focused. <laughs> that would be so fitting. I was telling Daniel, you know, hey, I'm already ready for bed. I took my shower. I'm just enjoying my, you know, the comfort of my home right now as we do this show. So, oh my goodness. Okay, so I, I want to read to you Daniel's awesome bio, but then get this. I'm actually going to ask him, to share with us more about who he is and what he does, because I have found, I mean, I'm sure you have too. We are just ever evolving people and our answers to the question, who am I? What do I do? I mean, that too can also be just continually evolving, but I got to read you his bio because, uh, well, you'll see why. So let me, let me read to you just a little bit about who Daniel Garza is. Okay. Daniel Garza has overcome health issues. He's become an HIV AIDS advocate. He's an anal cancer survivor. He's had several near-death experiences, and he lives with a colostomy. After 10 years being clean and sober with many valleys in his journey, he has made it his mission to give back to the community. He's a self-proclaimed workaholic, and you'll find him either speaking to students about HIV prevention interviewing folks for his podcast called Put It Together, recording his show Zodiacs and Candles, produced by his company Lil Mexican Productions, auditioning or filming for a project in Hollywood, or traveling with his boyfriend Christian Ramirez. He carries his heart on his sleeve, has no edit button, and will always find time to pull his oracle cards out and offer a reading to a stranger at a coffee shop. Daniel is most absolutely someone you want to know. So, hello again, Daniel. Oh my God, the pressure now. That is so much. Um, okay, well, show's over. I'm going to go home. I'm, no, I'm going no. to bed now. No, no. <laughs> okay, so I know that. I, yeah, well, you know, Daniel, yeah, you, you got a lot. And it's so cool that you that you share that with audiences and you go out there and you inspire and you live. And it's just, it's real. I'm, I was like, wow. When I met you, I was like, Oh my goodness. This is so my ideal guest for my show. I love it. Well, I do have to say first though, that I had you on my show, uh, as an <laughs> author, uh, for the book and let's do shameless plug here. Uh, uh minded people. I love it. Wait. Thank you so much. Which I had all nine guests on my on my show, just just to put that out there, because I don't want to brag or anything. But you were you were an amazing guest. You were you're, you were just so easy to talk to. Uh, I, I guess going back to the bio, it's really it's really humbling, and 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 it's such an honor to know that everything that I've accomplished in life is 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 being acknowledged. I just turned forty seven, and. Uh, I'm a college dropout. I didn't finish college. And you kind of think in your life, like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Like, 
what kind of legacy am I leaving behind? And then somebody reads your bio and you're like, dang, I am a hot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And, 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 but then you have to step back and you go, have I really done all that in my life? And it, it blows your mind. I mean, I, I don't know about people out there listening, but I, I'm sitting here going, wow, I, I, I do do a lot. That's pretty cool. No wonder I'm tired at the end of the week. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to bed. As soon as we're done, 8.01, you can go to bed. I'm, I'm putting on my pajamas already. I can tell you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I think that's a really good point, though, what you just said, because it can be so easy for us to get caught up in all the stuff that's going on in our own lives that we don't even realize how much, you know, how far we've come sometimes until we take a moment to pause and look and really, you know, accept how much we've, how much we've done, the impact we've had. I, I, I don't think we'll ever fully know the, you know, how many people's lives we've been able to, to touch and support and reach. However, um, you know, we know there are people, right? There's people that we interact with every day who we get a the get chance to reach out to and support. But yeah, you've absolutely done a lot, and, and I'm happy to be able to share who you are with people. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, and thank you so much for the book plug. I really appreciate that. Good. It's a good book, folks. I, I had, not, not to plug it again, but um, in, in order to prep for the interviews, uh, I had to, people send me their books or their albums or whatever it is they're working on that we're going to talk about on my show. And rarely do I get the whole book. I usually get a chapter or two. But because there were nine people, I got everybody's chapter and I would read the chapter before each uh, recording. So I was privy to reading the book before it even came out and I was just blown away by it. And uh, so not, not because you're on the air and I want to kiss your butt or anything. <laughs> but no, no, it's okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but for anybody who has not read it or, or hadn't heard about it, go check it out. Thank um, you. Go check out uh, Positive Minded People. Nine different stories. I, I guarantee you from my own personal experience that you might look at the title and go, I don't relate to that. Uh. But then you start reading the story and there's something within the story that you go, oh yeah. And and that is such um, that's such a, a way of looking at life that you might see somebody in the street or you might work with somebody or go to school or whatever you might interact with somebody on a regular basis and you think there is nothing that I have in common with this person, mm. but once you start talking to them, you come to realize, especially with the political climate that's going on in yeah. our country, yeah, take the time to get to know the person across from you, even if they don't look anything like you, you will find some similarities and you'll walk away going, I have a better understanding about not just them, but about me. And, and that's what the book did for me. It, it, it opened up a lot of doors in my brain that I thought I would never. Um, and I'm not going to tell you more about the book, but yeah. <laughs> 
you thank you and clearly yes i'm not going to cut you off if you're going to talk about that <laughs> but but thank you so much for bringing that up and um since you started i just got to say yes positive-minded people inspiring stories of overcoming adversity for living a more positive life has nine awesome stories and you can go to amazon.com right now to pick it up it is an amazon bestseller and so it's out there so thank you so much daniel and yeah you make an excellent point that so many people, you know, we might look at someone and think that we have nothing in common with them. And it's not until we actually take time to communicate and connect and go, oh my gosh, I can totally relate to this person and their experience. We might have, you know, we might have experienced uh, different situations, but we can have a lot of the same emotions, a lot of the same wisdom or same fears that we're playing into all of our stories. And through that and sharing, you know, so much more, um, we can, you know, form bonds and really can relate to each other. Well, this kind of ties into the bio. You, you read my bio and, and when you're a self-proclaimed workaholic, mm. all you focus on is the job at, at, at hand, like what's going on, what am I doing right now? And, you, and you're focused on it and you drill into it and you finish it and then you go on to the next project. Project's done. Pro- that, oh, that one was done. Now I have to go to the next one. So you don't think you're a workaholic because you're just fo- you're like, I only have this one job. But then, again, you read that and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm involved in so many things that people think I'm all over the place. Most of the times I am all over the place. But I think what's, I've been very fortunate. Um, I'm very blessed to be involved in a lot of things precisely because of everything you read. I've been through so much in my life that I can sit down with somebody and go, cancer, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Abuse, oh yeah, bad relationships, oh yeah. Um, Being sick, yes. Um, Almost dying, let's talk about that. Uh, being a minority, being gay, be, uh, sexual, anything you can bring, anything people can bring up. Uh, and it's not a one-up, folks. It's not a one-up. No, it's not. But it's kind of like, I got you. I, I understand yeah. you. You don't have to explain everything. I got you. And I think uh, the universe has blessed me with being able to connect with people. And, and as you said, not have an edit button so that I can be honest about stuff and go, Let's let's talk about it. Um, yeah. So it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful life. I I love that, and I love that you threw in the whole. You know, it's not a one up because, you know, for me, for a while, I really had a lot of judgment about my story, feeling that my story. And let's just put it out there: none of us have just one story. We all have a bazillion stories, but the story that we share publicly, or the story that comes out first, let's say. Uh, you know, I remember writing, just writing in that book thinking, okay, is this story going to be good enough? Because I was reading all the other author stories going, oh my gosh, they're amazing. And the, one of the biggest things that came out for me was, oh my gosh, no, no one's story is insignificant. Everybody's story is, is worthy of, of, of experiencing, of being told, of being shared, if the person desires to share it. And so anyway, so I love that you brought that up, but let's stay on topic with you because yeah. Sorry. We want to talk about you. No, it's okay. And, you know, so. <laughs> I, I laugh because I, I told you before we went on the air, I am so used to being to asking the questions and leading the conversation. It's hard for me to let go of the reins. It is. 
it is, and I totally hear you on that. It's it's a completely different thing from hosting to being the guest. But I'm going to say right now, we're we're already look at this 16 minutes into the show, okay. and I'm going to say you're doing fantastic. So in kid style, I'm going to give you a high five. High five. <laughs> okay, so <It> works. <laughs> I totally am. Um, okay, so and so okay, the back, very back to me. Back to me. Yeah, okay, back back to Daniel. It's all about me. It's all about Daniel right now. So, okay, at the beginning of the show, I said that I was going to probably still ask you, how would you answer the question, who are you and what do you do in this moment? Is there anything different that comes up? Who am I? Um, That's kind of personal, Kim. I don't know that I know you or or like you that much. So, um, Mm. uh, (laughs) okay, uh, serious, all serious. Who am I? Right now in my life, I'm um, I'm a 47-year-old insecure kid. Um, I am trying to leave my mark in the world or on the world somehow. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Uh, I've had... I... I put so many dreams and goals aside for so many years. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, post-cancer, uh, I'm more fearful now than I was before, but I'm also more determined than I was before, which sounds really great, but it, it, it's like a tug of war because fear pushes you one way and determination pushes you the other. And you're, and the bad thing about it is that you're playing against yourself. So you're equally strong. So at some point, you got to let go of one of those. And I'm not willing to let go of my dreams and goals. Um, on a more exact answer would be, I am an advocate. I'm an activist, I'm an actor, I'm a producer, uh, I'm a host, I'm an author, uh, I'm a student, um, a boyfriend, a son, uncle, brother. Um, I'm, I'm an idiot sometimes and I'm super brilliant others. Uh, and I guess that would cover everything that I am right now. Okay. Does that make sense? It totally does. And it, it's also very reflective of the other, you know, the other bio that I read because your answer just showed right there how you are, um, you don't have an edit button and you do wear your heart on your sleeve and you're very, you come across very open and honest as you share. And I think that's really refreshing for a lot of people because it helps them to see and know and feel that they're not alone. Well, and, yeah. That's yeah. one of the things um, I, I have, I, I'm very, again, I say I'm very blessed. And people would read my bio and go, wow. Like, but I am, I, I've, I've, I've been hosting my podcast now for six years. I just celebrated six years. Wow, congratulations. Of, yeah, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, at the end of January. Oh my goodness. Years. I thought I was five, but I was corrected. I, no, it's six. Um, I only took a little time off when I was going through 
through treatment for cancer. Okay. Uh, but I just hit 189 shows. <gasps> 189 what? shows, yeah. And that's and that's because I took about a year and a half off. I would have surpassed 200 by now. Wow. Um, I've interviewed just about as many guests because some guests have come back okay. for a second or a third round. Okay. Um, I think I have one guest that came back four times to my show. Okay. And every time we have something different to talk about. Okay, so I want to go back to what you said a moment ago oh. about. Oh, I'm sorry. What was no, that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I went. I, I what I loved about what you said earlier is that you feel. Well, so let me. I guess let me ask this question because I don't remember your exact words. It sounds like on some level you might feel like you're playing catch up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so then let me ask you. In your mind, when do you feel you started? Make, to leaving your legacy or making your mark on the world, however you worded it. When did that start? Okay. When, well, well, when do you feel like you started? Okay, if you make me cry, oh, I, I'm going to come to, uh, where are you, San Pedro? Yeah, yeah, I'm in San Pedro. Which, by the way, I've been, we've been meaning to get together, we have not. Um, yeah. When I was diagnosed with AIDS in 2000. Okay. Um excuse me, I, I was pretty aware of how sick I was. But I didn't learn how sick I was until I interviewed my nephew, who was there at the hospital. And um, I kind of knew that I was really sick because a priest came into my room. Oh, my goodness. And, and he, he asked me if I wanted to confess anything or if I wanted to talk to him. And I asked him, am I dying? And he said, well, I can't answer that. Only God knows. So I told him, get the F out of my room. And when God writes me a note, you bring it back to me and let me know. Otherwise, don't ever come back. Basically, if, if you don't know that I'm dying, I don't want to see you in here. Um, from my nephew, I found out that the doctors had told them, go home and get ready because he might not make it. Oh, wow. Um, But I knew, and I, when I was younger, I, I didn't expect to make it past 30. I knew that at the age of 30, something was going to happen to me, and it was going to change. Like, it was just, everything was going to change. Well, I was diagnosed right before 30. Wow. I was diagnosed in September, and I turned 30 in December. So I didn't die but a part of me did. And that was the, okay, that was the beginning of a lot of things. That was the beginning of not editing. Because okay. I figured I wanted everybody to know that I was positive. I was not going to hide it. And damn it, I was not going to be ashamed of it. I realized that because I thought in my head, I was supposed to die at 30. And now God's letting me live. So... At some point, they're going to figure out up there or down there that my number was up and I didn't check in. And they're going to be like, Garza owes his years. Oh, my goodness. So I thought, I better get my ass going because I've got things to do before they realize that I was supposed to die. Um, so from that moment on, I started playing catch up. It's, it's like I became that workaholic. I wanted to do everything that I possibly 
could. You know, they talk about the the carbon imprint or whatever. I, yeah. I, I, I was going to leave my imprint. I was going to talk at every conference. I was going to go to every meeting. I was going to join every committee because I wanted people that one day when I died, they were like, Daniel Garza was awesome. Regardless of what I did when I was younger, I was not a very good kid. Um, and now thinking back, I was like, I fooled a lot of people, but I was not a good kid. Uh, I was an alcoholic and a drug addict for many years. I, I'm now, this June will be 11 years clean and sober. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so when that was the first time. And then when I sobered up um, and got clean, there were many times when I knew, I just knew I wasn't going to wake up. That, that I was a crackhead. I'm like, this next hit, I'm out. And I was like, cool. Like, it's okay. I'm ready to go. And it didn't happen. I was like, damn you. Um, and then, so for about 15 years went by. You talked about almost dying. The last time that I almost died um, was right after cancer treatment. I was 45. And it, it, it just happened that at 15, I almost died at 30 and at 45. So I figured now I have like 12 more years to go before another scare comes along. Cause oh it's, just, it's like every 15 years I go through this, like, and, uh, but the long story short is, um, I had, a um, uh, uh, an artery that tore, um, basically in the back of my butt where there was an opening from the, from radiation. Okay. And I bled out. Wow. Um, I didn't know about numbers then I do now, but my hemoglobin count was five when it's okay. normally like 13. Oh, wow. Um, if the, hus- the hospital, I'm, I'm at Christian's house, my boyfriend's house. The okay. hospital is like two blocks down. If I'd been at my house in Laguna Beach, I wouldn't have made it. I would have died. Um, the nurses told Christian, it's like, how is he here? How is he alive? Because I bled out. The toilet was almost full of blood by the time the AMTs got here. Oh. Um, I saw, I saw the white light. Oh my goodness! I saw the shadows, and my I, we saw a shadow in my window, and I saw, um, I was sitting in the living room when the EMT was here. The the three guys were here, and all I could really see was light coming in from every window. It was just so bright and they kept telling me don't go to sleep and i'm like i'm not going to sleep they're like open your eyes i'm like it's so bright in here i can't see and christian tells me honey all the blinds are closed there's no light but i saw light i saw light and my sister who's very religious she was like she jokes about it now she's like how do you not die like what's wrong with you (laughs) don't you know how to die i'm like what she's like five times now in your life you've almost died and you always come back she's like so, 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 go ahead. Oh, well, well, let, me, let me just finish that. Yeah, part. go ahead. So, every time something like that happens in my life, it makes me sit back and go, What do I need to do to leave my mark? I don't have children, um, I don't have pets, so there's nobody going to be telling my story afterwards. Christian, uh, well, I'm, I'm younger than him, so I'm counting on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, Christian. <laughs> But, you know, in the end, the only one that's going to write my story is me. And I've got to leave. I've got to leave things a little better than I found them. And I have a lot of making up to do for the years that I was not a very good person. 
So that's where my legacy, that's why I'm involved in so many things. That's why I pick up a deck of cards wherever I go and, and do reading for people. Because I want, I, 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 before I get to heaven or wherever I'm going after this, I want them to look on their books and go, okay, so you sucked as a teenager and you were a horrible 20s, but in your 40s and 50s, man, you kicked ass. And, uh, and I'm on a mission to, to do as good as I can. Uh, but I still, I'm still not great, but I try. Uh, uh. <laughs> you know, what? I, I really feel like everything leads up to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it sounds like uh, it sounds like when you got sick right before age 30, it sounds like that was sort of like, well, what you said, you, you're a different person afterwards. It yeah. sounds like you had this, you know, rebirth and the the life that you lived before then was all the foundation to really give you stuff to work with in this next phase in your life to, you know, whatever you want to call it, if it's make it right or whatever. But, um, yeah, the the universe, and this is whoever, to whoever's listening out there, the universe, God, uh, whomever you pray to, you're not given a second chance or third or, or fifth, like in my case, to go back to being the same person. Um, and this goes, and, you're, and you might be listening out there going, well, I've never hardly died. Okay, did you graduate school? Yes. Okay, that's a second chance at life. Have you been married and gotten divorced? That's a second chance at life. Um, are you an empty nester now? Okay, well, that's another chance at life. This is a ch- Every time something big changes in your life, it's the universe saying, okay, let's give it another shot in this direction. That's... So you may not have died. You, your life may not be dramatic. And you're like, my life is so boring. And then, and then. But every time something big changes in your life, that's a second chance. That's a chance for you to, to look at yourself in the mirror and go, what can I do now that I, didn't, that I wasn't able to do five years ago? And, and what have I learned that now I'm ready to accomplish that? Um, I know people in their 40s and 50s who are just starting to act. Um, there's people that I know who are in their 80s, jump out in our planes. Um, that's a second chance. So for everybody listening, what has happened in your life? And have you, have you really taken advantage of that second chance? That is fantastic. Yes, I completely agree. And on that note, for those who know Mike Dooley or Tut, Infinite Possibilities, Notes from the Universe. Um, so today apparently is his birthday. So the recording of this show is February 7th. And he sent out an announcement about 17 years ago when he was 40. So he's 57 today. When he was 40, that's when he started with Notes from the Universe. And today... He's, you know, a Hay House author, a you know, speaker in all their different summits. I mean, he's, he's got so much that has amassed since then. And he started at 40. So I love that you share that, Daniel, because absolutely. I mean, hello. Okay. Every day is a new day. <laughs> every day is a new day. Every ending is a new beginning. It's never too late at any point in time to 
to, you know, turn the next corner, to start something different, to say, okay, today's the day that I'm going to, you know, be more proactive and leaving my legacy and, and being more deliberate in, you know, what I take action on. Am I going to live by default or am I going to live deliberately? And, and go from there. So Daniel, this is fantastic. I'm freaking loving this. We are, <laughs> we are going to take a break. And so for everyone out there, if you're enjoying this show, I would love for you to leave me a message on bbsradio.com on, so bbsradio.com forward slash every day is a new day. You can leave me a message on there. You can go to my Facebook page or you can even send me an email to Kim O'Neill at outlook.com and O'Neill is O N E I L L. Kim O'Neill at Outlook.com. Let me know how you're loving this show. Let me know how awesome, you know, Daniel's stories are for you and what's coming up for you. I would love to hear how, how this is impacting you. But stay right there because we're just going to take a short break and then we're going to be right back with Daniel Garza. No matter how your life looks today, Your possibilities are endless. You deserve all the joy, peace, and excitement in life that you desire. Life doesn't come with a manual, and that's why personal coaching is so awesome. Moving forward is easier. Creating a new reality for yourself, healing your mind and body, it's all possible. Visit KimO'NealCoaching.com today to learn more and schedule your free consultation. What books are you reading? Are you ready for a must-read? Winner of the Inspirational Book of the Year Award and international bestsellers, Dare to Dream, This Life Counts by Debbie Dashinger, as well as the acclaimed Wisdom to Success, The Surefire Secrets to Accomplish All Your Dreams. Buy the books from Amazon today. U.S. Book Review and Writer's Digest said these are critics' picks by Debbie Dashinger, Dare to Dream, and Wisdom to Success contain gems to live your life by. Sometimes we wish we could practically do nothing and still feel better. Guess what? You kind of can. When you schedule a Reiki or guided meditation session, you can just be and receive and allow the energy to shift. There's relief. These energy sessions can be done alone or combined with a coaching session. Find out more at KimO'NealCoaching.com and click on the Energy Work tab. Do you have a published book that never reached its bestseller potential? Are you working on a book or ebook you hope to publish soon? Do you have a book locked inside waiting to release your message to the world? Go to mybestsellerbook.com. My Bestseller Book will launch your book to a guaranteed bestseller status. Learn more at mybestsellerbook.com. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Every Day is a New Day. I'm your host, Kim O'Neill, and I have the fantastic Daniel Garza here with us today. We're talking about second chances. We're talking about making your mark on the world. Oh, and it's been awesome. I love, love, love hearing inspirational stories from guests like Daniel. So, (laughs) So, Daniel, okay, so here's another big question. 
Okay. What is your perspective on the meaning of life? Girl? I know, right? Going to them deep questions. <laughs> I know. Um, I need more chocolate for that one. Um, but I, 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 by the way, I want to tell your audience, she sent me a list of questions, and I think we've talked like two of them out of the whole questions. But I warned you, remind I, um that's totally fine. You know, I like to roll with it. I do like to go with the flow. So I, so I, I knew we weren't going to answer all those. It's okay. Because uh, uh, on my show, there are no questions. It's just a conversation. Um, put it together podcast. I can find that on Facebook. Um, but <laughs> that's good. Plug it. Yeah, a little plug there. The meaning of life. Um, okay, ask me again. So I can sound serious. Yeah, it's a, well, and I, I want to add that. I usually don't have questions, but I decided this year, you know what? I want to ask, I want to ask a variety of different people. Well, that's the same thing, right? I want to ask a variety of people the same questions to see how people's answers differ. Because for a long time, like this question in particular, what's your perspective on the meaning of life or, or, or life purpose? I thought for a long time that like, we all have the same kinds of thoughts and beliefs about life purpose. And then I realized, Oh, we don't, we don't all have the same ideas about that. So I love to hear different perspectives on it. So, so that is the question. The question is what's your perspective on the meaning of life or having a life purpose? Okay. The meaning of life. Um, let me get serious for a second. Uh, we can, we can come back to it and we can let that one simmer. No, no, because you know me. I'd rather answer on, on, if I think about it, then I give you a very okay. edited version of a question. And okay. That's not my style. Um, the meaning of life. Uh, I think the meaning of life for me has changed over the years. I think I had different opinions of what life was when I was younger to what, I, what it was now. Um, again, I'm 47. I just turned 47 on December 26th. Don't worry, folks. I still accept presents. You can send them to my place. Uh, but um, the meaning of life for me is breaking free of the shell that my, that my parents created for me. Uh, the meaning of life is appreciating people exactly for who they are. Mm. Um, appreciated. I don't have to accept you. I don't have to like you. I don't have to love you, but I just have to appreciate where you're coming from and where your thoughts are coming from. Again, I may not agree with anything you say. We may come from different political, cultural, uh, religious backgrounds, and I'd be like, I don't get it. But I appreciate that you do, and it works for you. Good for you. Um, In the meaning of life, in discovering or in trying to figure out what the meaning of life is, I, I, I've understood what real love is. Mm. Um, not I love chocolate or I love rainy days and walks on the beach. That's, those are pretty darn good, though. Th- those are pretty good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chocolate on a walk on the beach is it's the best thing. Right? Um, add some wine in there. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Back to meaning uh, of life. Because in my case, I can tell people I love tacos. When I say I love tacos, I love Ooh. tacos. 
Yeah, no, there, there's a there's a great appreciation for Andy Taco. Nice. Um, but when when I was going through treatment, there was a point where um, I had to wear diapers, and uh, there was a lot of complications from the radiation for anal cancer. If anybody's been through it, you understand what I'm talking about. If you have not, good for you. Don't try to understand it. But to have uh, your boyfriend help you in the shower because you need to get clean. Um, to have your friends drive an hour and a half in traffic just to see you for 30 minutes and bring you dinner at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, to my mom has Alzheimer's. Okay. And while I was going through treatment, the only thing that I wanted more than anything was to be able to talk to my mom. I wanted so much for her to tell me that everything was going to be okay. And she couldn't. She couldn't she couldn't understand. And they live in Texas. So on one trip to Texas, um, my sister, me, and, and Christian are sitting at the table, and my mom is sitting across from us having coffee. And for a split second, my mom looked up at me, and she goes, you've been sick. And I go, yeah, mom, I had cancer. She goes, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Aww. And I said, thanks, mom. And just as quickly as she said that, she was gone again. Wow. Oh, Daniel. Yeah. That was that was all I needed. That was all I needed. God and the universe gave me the gift that my mom looked at me and said, you're going to be okay. And for almost two years, I had wanted to hear that. And um, that's the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. It's, 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 it's knowing in your bones that the people around you love you. It's, it's knowing in your spirit and in your heart that what you're doing in life is worth it, is going to bed at night so exhausted because you've been running around all day, but you're, you put your head on the pillow and you're like, I know I'm exhausted and I didn't get paid for crap today, but I know what I'm doing is awesome. That's the meaning of life. It's it's waking up and, and the hospital and, and the nurse is going, you almost didn't make it, but you're here. And, and you chuck that up to another ha-ha victory. Like, yes, that's the meaning of life. So tonight when I go to bed, I'll put this conversation as one, like, wow, Somebody was interested in what I had to say. And when you're used to being the one going after people, it, it, you get lost. You become somebody else's story. Yeah. But when, when you're the story, tonight, that's part of the meaning of life. It's like somebody out there, Kim, who probably had a guest cancel, and so she called me. No, don't do that. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, somebody out there wanted to hear my story and, and you're like, that, that's, that's the meaning of life. Somebody thinks I'm cool enough. 
You know, Daniel, and, and I'm not the only one. So, so right now in this moment, you can see me. So for everyone out there, you can actually see me. We can see each other. Uh, <clears throat> you, you think it's only me, but there are many someones out there. And so, again, for, for those listening who are enjoying this show, hearing about Daniel, I invite you to, you know, connect with us. Connect with us on Facebook. Uh, send me an email. Of course, I'll pass any messages I receive on to Daniel and let us know how you are enjoying this because there, I'm, I'm sure there are many someone's Daniel who love to hear your story. And I think the other thing, what really shines in all that you do, because you do so many things, connect with so many people is you really are a giver. You really do connect and give from your heart in a variety of ways. And what I have found is that it can be, like you just said, it can be easy to get lost in the mix. And it's, you know, it's really, <laughs> just in the last few months, I feel like I learned on a deeper level, like, oh, like I really have to give back to myself even more. <laughs> and, and just realizing how like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess if I'm going to continue to do all the stuff that I want to do and help other people, then like, I do have a right to give to myself. And what does giving more to myself, even more than I have been, look like? And I don't know. I'm just saying that because that's something that I had to recently, like, be hit with. And, yeah. Yeah, what? What? For people out there, like, you can't see this, but I'm, like, pointing at the screen. <laughs> yes. But that's that's the, you know, that's the beauty of it is that, we, we, we associate this giving back to me as material. Mm. We, we think, oh, I'm going to go shopping because I've earned it. Or I'm going to eat a whole bunch of chocolate or ice cream today. Um, uh, well, for a, a massage. For me, it's a massage. I'm going to get a massage. But there are people, and, and I will include you in this group of people, and I, I will humbly include me in that list. There are people like us who have been through stuff and we want to share the story, not because we want everybody to just hear our story, because we want to open up enough. And it, it's like feeding birds out of your hand. The, the bird seed is your story and you put it out there to see who, who takes a bite out of it, who nibbles on it, because now they're going to trust you and share their story with you. And that's a gift. We don't realize that that's part of the gift that we give ourselves. I don't go around telling everybody my story. And sometimes I get tired of it. I'm like, how many more freaking times are you going to talk about AIDS and cancer and ostomies and oh, God, Daniel, shut up. Who wants to hear it? And then boom, somebody will message me. I'll bump into somebody. And quick story. Um, for those of you, I live in Laguna Beach. And I'm, I'm part of a committee and we go to the high school in Laguna Beach to talk about HIV and AIDS education. The, the committee is the Laguna Beach HIV Advisory Committee. Okay. So we get to go tell our stories. I've been doing this with them for about four years now. We're walking home from buying dinner and we stopped at this place to get some cookies. And a girl is sitting outside, young girl, and she looks at me and she goes, I know you. <gasps> and I go... I live in Laguna, so I'm like, of course, you probably see me walking around. There's not that very many Mexicans in Laguna, so you okay. can't miss the ones that live there. And there's really not. There's really not. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. So um, 
the little Mexican walking down the street in Laguna. Uh, it's like, okay, whatever. So she goes, I know you. I'm like, oh, do you? And she's like, yeah. She goes, didn't you go to Laguna High School and talk about HIV? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, you came to my class. And, and Christian was walking out and he heard that. He goes, you know you made an impact when a young yeah. girl remembers yeah. it like that. You yeah. know it. That, that's a gift. And she represents countless others. She's just the one that you've heard, right. heard from. Right. Because a lot of other people, how many times do we walk into a store or something and you recognize somebody that talked to you or yep. and you don't say anything because you're like, oh, they're busy. Yep. But that, that to me is just as valuable as something that I would have bought at the store. Yeah. Even more because she took that moment to say, hey, I remember you. And Christian said, if she remembers you, she remembered what you said, because that's the important part. So for people like us, people in this kind of industry and in social media and, and, and talking and hosting, that's, I believe, that's part of the gift. When you walk around and people are like, I remember you. I remember what you said, or I remember that you, where you were, or I remember where I saw you. For me, it's like, man, that's such a gift. That, that's why I do what I do. And it's, 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 it might be what they said, but it's also the way you made them feel. Yeah. That's what connected to them and that memory of yeah. you. And, and clearly that was a positive memory for that girl. Yeah. Cause in the, in, in, in a time where young kids really don't care to listen and half the time it's on their phone and, and we, 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 you know, we, we love to poop on millennials. Everybody just loves to go. And to have this little girl come up and say, I remember you. Man, I was walking, I was walking on air on the way home. I tried to play it cool, but I was like, uh-huh. You go, Garza. You go, Garza. You deserve those, you deserve those tacos now for dinner. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So Daniel, I gotta be honest, like about five minutes ago, I was like, Oh wait, I got to check the time where, how are we doing? Because I really just got like totally lost in the conversation. So now we're actually getting a little towards the end of the show already. I know. Right. It just like, it flies right by. So, so tell us what are some things that you've got going on that you'd like the audience to know about? So, you know, whatever it is, projects, books, whatever, whatever, please share. So, um, our production company, Little Mexican Productions, uh, we have our show. We, we, we just changed the name. Uh, part of my new cycle is we changed the name to Zodiacs with Daniel and Wayne. So okay. we, we've added our names to the show. Uh, that's part of giving myself credit for it. Good job. Yeah. So, um, so Zodiacs with Daniel and Wayne is a spiritual show. We read horoscopes, do some card readings. Um, and then we take audience participation. So you can go on Facebook. So look for um, Zodiacs with Daniel and Wayne on Facebook. We are on every other Monday. So this coming Monday will be our, our show. Okay. Monday, 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time uh, on the Zodiacs with Daniel and Wayne page on Facebook. Check it out. It's live. And then if you chime in and there's time, you can ask a question. And we have somebody reading the questions to us. And we'll do a free reading for you all over the over live TV. Um, if you're in the Orange County area and you'd like to be part of the audience members, just give us a, send us a message and you can come and sit in with us. Uh, when we have enough people, we usually buy dinner for everybody and we have a little dinner there. 
How cool. Yeah. Um, also, uh, oh, what else do I have going on? Uh, podcast, my podcast. Hello. Yes. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah. So uh, put it together with Daniel Garza. Uh, new shows air every Wednesday. You can find those on the Put It Together page on Facebook. There's a Facebook page or at abnormalentertainment.com, which is our parent, my parent group. Uh, you can check it out. Um, you can scroll through 180 plus shows. You'll find Kim's picture there. So check on it. So for those of you who have not heard that episode, go find it. I can't remember what number it was, but you, it's one after, it's after 160 somewhere. I think it was one, like 168 or something. Something like that. Not that you remember. I but, know, right? <laughs> I think. But you can, you can scroll through it and everybody has a picture. So look for Kim's picture and listen to it. It's an awesome episode. We laughed so much. Thank you, Daniel. We did. Uh, so go check it out. But um, if you or somebody listening uh, or if you have somebody that you will nominate for the show, Please do so. Just send me a message on Facebook. Find me at Daniel G. Garza or on any of the two pages, uh, other two pages, and send me a message and say, hey, I have somebody who wants who can be on your show or I feel like I want to be on your show. What qualifies you to be on, on Put It Together? If you are over the age of 18 and you have lived or are alive, you probably have a story and I want to know what you, how you did it. Uh, if you've been through some tragedies, if you've had successes, if you wrote a book, if you're in a film, if you are in a play. Um, and now we're also doing putting together Facebook live uh, shows. So nice. if, you're, if you're part of a group or if you're an artist or a dancer or something visual, I will come to you or you can come to my place and we'll record a live show and we'll take questions and then those go, all the Facebook, I'm sorry, all the Put It Together podcast lives go on YouTube also. So we'll have a video to show uh, for you. So, um, and That's then, awesome. yeah, and then we do uh, the production. We do little commercials for everybody and little plugs. Kim has some really good ones. Uh, Those were awesome. I loved that part. Yeah. That was, yeah. thank uh, you. And then we, we're, we're kind of doing the words of wisdom. So everybody who comes on the show has uh, some words of wisdom to share and those get made into videos. So there's a little words of wisdom collection out there. Um, and I'm still acting. Um, so if you are a producer or director, I'll send you my headshot. I, I have no shame. I will send it to you. Um, and other than that, um, I'm just trekking forward. I'm just looking for new opportunities. Um, I'm, I'm adding to now, now that you brought the meaning of life, I'm adding to my definition of meaning of life, uh, trying to figure it out. And uh, as my show says, I'm still trying to put it together. I love that. Okay, so I want to say that I've seen Daniel's Zodiacs show, and it's a lot of fun. So I absolutely encourage people to check it out. And I love that you can have like live in studio audiences there. That's that's the coolest. Um, so absolutely. Okay. So let me ask you specifically though, because I didn't get to this question, Daniel, how do you put it together? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anybody ask me that. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I get to be the first. <laughs> how do I put it together? Um, I try to enjoy every day as it comes. Uh, I give myself permission to cry when I need to. Good. I get mad when I have to. And I laugh as much as I can. Mm -hmm. um, I don't judge myself 
or I, or I do my best to not judge myself too harshly. Uh, I how do I put it together? Um, I wake up every morning, and I'm I, I'm grateful for the day. Uh, I don't punish myself when my body is not reacting the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give my brain permission to get tired and let it rest. Uh, I don't believe that there's such a thing as dumb TV because if it gets me out of my sadness or my depression or my anxiety, because I also suffer, suffer from depression and anxiety, um, I allow it to do it. Um, I've given myself, I've taught myself how to learn, how to be alone and enjoy it uh, nice. and not and not confuse it with loneliness. Because right. I'm, I'm not lonely I just choose to be alone sometimes. And most importantly, how I put it together is in a taco. <laughs> I like it. Because th- that's the beauty of a tortilla. It'll hold everything in there. So my life is a tortilla, and I'm all the stuffing inside. <laughs> Are you corn or flour? Corn. Hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my boyish figure to think about. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for being on the show today. Awesome. It, it just fl- flies right by. So, okay. One, okay. And so I know they can go to, you just gave them everything, but I guess I'm just going to say one more in case anybody missed it. So you can find out more about Daniel by going to little Mexican productions. You have to say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> little Mexican. Yeah. So, so I'm going to spell that out. It's, it's so facebook.com forward slash L I L M E S I C A N productions. Correct. And that's where you can find out about yeah. stuff that yeah. the Facebook page. I'm a, fa- I'm a Facebooker. Uh, so if you go to Facebook page for little Mexican productions, you can find everything else. I'm always accepting friends. So if you want to get to know me on a personal level, Daniel G Garza. Um, but if you go to the, the, the fan pages for Little Mexican Productions, put it together, or Zodiacs, um, you can get on there. And um, uh, and then special treat for your listeners. If, uh, if uh, the five people that reach out to me and say they heard me on your show, I'll give them a free 20-minute reading. Woo-woo! Okay, did y'all hear that? You get a freebie, but only if you are one of the first five people to say that you heard Daniel Garza as a guest on the Every Day is a New Day show, you get a free reading with Daniel. Yeah, and we'll do a little FaceTime, and uh, I'll do a reading for them. So, Oh, my God. Can I be one of them? Please do. Please. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got to come to you. We didn't do it this Sunday because it was Super Bowl Sunday. And yeah. I, yeah, so we, I, I had to watch the Super Bowl. Okay, um, so, so if you want to be one of those five, you're going to have to contact him sooner than I can, which is pretty soon because he's <laughs> right here. <laughs> oh, uh, in fact, we'll do we'll do six, and you'll be number one. Oh, thank there's you. Still, there's still five left over, but I'm going to have to come and do it in person with you. Okay. So, yes, anyway. we will have to do that. Okay, you guys, think I'm so glad that Daniel was here with us to share his story, how he puts it together, just all the awesome openness that he shared with us today. And I hope that you've enjoyed this, this show as well. And as I said before, please let us know, how did you enjoy the show? What, you know, what stood out for you? How has this information, uh, 
you know, uh, inspired you, uh, reminded you that you're not alone, that we all go through tough times, you know, and find our way through it. And we have a lot of the same experience, same ex- emotional experiences, but through different stories. And, and yeah, every day can always be a new day. So the time is up guys. So I got to go. I want you to remember that there is always hope that you are amazing just as you are. And that every day is always a new day. If you'd like to reach out to me, listen to the next, find out when the next show is, you can go to KimOnealCoaching.com or find me on Facebook with the same name. And so until then, have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Thank you.